Well, they've basically stolen the keys to the kingdom. And as, as uh, Stalin said, he cares not who votes or on what system. It's he who can counts the vote and controls the vote. And that's what we're seeing playing out before us. Scorecard works by taking under 3% increments at a time and then do a huge dump at the end to steal the election. So what we've seen here is a repeat of how you take over a country and overthrow a government and install your own regime. This has been going on for decades around the world and now they've turned the same playbook against us. If you understand that there's no longer a real vote in this country and your everything is being managed via blackmail and leverage, then freedom is but a distant memory. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwestel.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Patrons also receive a 10% discount. You can find that code at patreon.com slash sarahwessel. Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Welcome to Business Game Changers, I'm Sarah Westall. I have Mary Fanning and Alan Jones coming to the program. They were the journalists that broke the story on the hammer. And we're going to talk about what the hammer is, what the scorecard is, and how it actually was used to seal this election in more detail from them, what the buildup was with this. And then we're going to talk about how these tools were used in other countries, how our social media is being used. It's really an important interview for people to understand the context of this and what it means for our country. If you have not seen my 10-minute video that proves that Donald Trump won this election, you really need to see it. It's just a video that I have listed that says, this video proves that Donald Trump won the election. Please go watch it and share it. It is the voter transactional data, and now it doesn't have everything in it because if something was uh, changed in transit where it wasn't actually logged anywhere, we probably don't have that, and there's more research to be done. But what was analyzed already shows that Georgia and Pennsylvania and Arizona all flip back to Donald Trump if you just fix the 
the fraudulent flips of they stole votes from Trump and gave them to Biden. And it's very clear. It's almost like a bank ledger. It's hard facts. And so it they just can't argue with those kind of facts. So we know for a fact, we have the proof that Donald Trump won this election. Now, of course, they're going after everything. There's so much more. They're trying to clean up the entire system. And this has been going on for decades. And the only way it's going to get cleaned up is for people to be aware and people to fix it for us to really know what's going on. Otherwise, we'll be asleep and they just keep fixing the election, lying to us nonstop. And we don't realize that they're always fixing the election and making it look close enough so that we believe it. But no, they've been lying to us forever. And now it's time because they just expose themselves too much here. And we know the game and it's been exposed. And now it's our turn to do what's right, not to submit to their BS. They keep lying. They have government officials just came out and said that this was the most secure election ever. I mean, it's so absurd. And they're lying in the face of just complete obvious situations. We must not submit. They're trying to cram this down our throats with every single news article and all the mass media, which are, by the way, owned by very few people. People don't know that uh, Reuters owns AP and those are the two news services that everybody gets their news feeds from and Rothschild's own Reuters. I'm just telling you, this is a very controlled news media and they are working hard to cram this down our throats. And eventually, if they do it long enough, maybe we'll submit because we always do. But we're not going to submit this time. And that's because it's too obvious and too, of us, too many of us know. So anyways, I want to remind you to please sign up for my newsletter. Go to sarahwestall.com under subscribe. You can sign up for my newsletter. You can sign up for all my other platforms that I am on. So you can see me on probably most of your favorites. I am on it. My uh, site on my channels on Odyssey and BitChute are growing really well. And I also have sarahwestall.tv now. So you can see me on Roku, Apple TV and Google TV and more. Now, you got to be patient with that because I don't believe I'm up on every single platform yet because it takes a while before they get me up. But my channel is up there, sarahwestall.tv. So now I'm just waiting for everybody to get their parts set up. You can always watch those on at the website, sarahwestall.tv as well. And the exclusives that my patrons get, my subscribers on TV will also get. So that is the benefit for that. And I hope you do subscribe to that and support this channel. So let's get into this important interview with Mary Fanning and Alan Jones. Mary and Alan, thank you so much for joining the program. Thank you for having us, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for the invitation. Well, I needed to have both of you on here because I don't know if listeners know, but you... You two journalists, I know you've been on with Dave Janda a lot, and he has been just covering it nonstop, but you two really are the ones that have been covering this story since day one. You've been working with the whistleblowers. You've been working with the generals. You've been making the rounds, and I think you've been doing the heavy lifting that people don't realize on the hammer, and now with the scorecard, the hammer is much broader than the scorecard. And, and I want to talk a little bit about this because what I'm noticing in the media, the media and the powers that be, they're willing to go there with the dominion systems. But when it comes to the hammer or scorecard, they're 
immediately saying it's a hoax and they redirect everybody to the Dominion system. Why do you think that is? Well, there's a couple of reasons. And um, most importantly, it's because we broke the story on the hammer. Admiral Lyons brought it to, to uh, General McInerney and they brought it to Dave Show. So that's where this first began. You should know that when we broke the story initially on March 4th, 2017, 30 hours later, WikiLeaks dropped CIA Vault 7, confirming the existence of the hammer. We initially had transcribed the, the whistleblower tapes. We dubbed them the whistleblower tapes. That, those tapes exposed the existence of the hammer. And they had been dropped from um, uh, Federal Judge G. Murray Snow's courtroom. Uh, it's not clear who really dropped those because uh, the, the man who had uh, inauspiciously and illegally recorded people unbeknownst to them, including Tim Blixeth and Dennis Montgomery, who were involved with Blixware, um, he said it came from the ACLU. Uh, the information didn't because Montgomery had spoken to the ACLU attorney and she she said that was just simply not true. But so when we exposed the hammer in, in March of 2017, it was very important at that point in time because that's exactly when Donald Trump came out and said he was being spied upon. And we knew that he was because we knew about the hammer since before that time. Uh, we knew about this since 2015. So when we report it in March 2017, we're already well aware of the system, but everyone's watching what's happening. You're not allowed to even say those words any longer on, on social media. So we expose the hammer and then we find out that there are, the hammer's the hardware. It's a super surveillance system. It was created to keep America safe after 9-11 by Dennis Montgomery. It was an, a, a tool, a super surveillance tool to spy on the terrorists. To, so that we didn't have another 9-11. Montgomery created this massive super surveillance system, the hardware. Computers were given And by software, FBI. right? There's, there's, there's... It's a combo package. Well, it's a combo. So the H-A-M-M-E-R is a super surveillance system, the hardware. And the software that works off of them, only one of the exploits or apps is scorecard. And that's H-A-M-R. The collection of exploits are H-A-M-R. Okay? So basically, they're, the hammer, and let me, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I've been explained to it by Kirk Wiebe and others, is the hammer really allows you to decrypt and get to the data, get to the information. And, and the other applications, such as scorecard or whatever, is what manipulates the data. And so it, but it does it in transit. So it can do it over a network, whether it's private, if you can hack into the private network, most of the time on the internet, they can do that. It's, it's a um, very powerful system there. And as it was explained is it's the most powerful system ever seen. And yes, it hacks into things, but um, the scorecard was actually created so if you're noticing all these nations in South America and what was happening in Ukraine and Libya, um, the communists were coming in and they were, they were taking over the countries via stuffing the ballot boxes and stealing elections. And scorecard was created to keep that from happening so that it could be watching these elections and not have them stolen. So instead, 
in March, uh, excuse me, in February, February 3rd of 2017, about 10 days after Barack Obama takes office, Brennan and Clapper illegally commandeered a, a government surveillance tool for themselves and they turned it against Barack Obama's political enemies, which the CIA has no charter to spy on Americans. This was incredibly and unconstitutionally illegal. And so they did it to spy. They did it to on, on you know, surveil. They turned it on us for the election. Are we going to see them turning it on us in other ways besides, I mean, surveillance and election is a pretty big deal. But I mean, have they pretty much turned all these tools against us at this point? Oh, Sarah, they took the hammer and they used it to spy on Supreme Court justices, 156 Article Three judges. One has to wonder, was that one of those judges, Judge Emmett Sullivan, who has decided that he's no longer just a judge, but rather the judge, jury, and prosecutor against General Flynn, a man who served his nation for 35 years? And that's what you, you wonder is, you know, the black, we know blackmail is, is how it works. That's the currency of the powerful. So if you have a, a surveillance tool and you have blackmail, now, I mean, you got everything. The other thing that I'm concerned about is using these tools to completely construct the narrative that we're seeing now, this whole propaganda, because I see my young, my young kids, they're not young, young, I mean, 19 and 23, but they're in a bubble. They they only get fed information that they, the narrative, the powers that be want them to see. People like us go around it because we're, we know, but they, they're young, their minds are naive, and they're completely controlling them. You know, um, Russian defector, KGB agent Yuri Bezmenov told that they were here to, to brainwash our, our children, to brainwash the nation and to, and to embrace communism. And our, our universities have got, are so filled with Marxism these days and, and Common Core. Everything that they're teaching our children is propaganda. They teach them to hate this country. Well, and they, you know, Russia kicked all those people out and they came here. The money flooded into here to build up communism. So we're seeing the traditional tactics, the stolen election. Now, they were just too brazen. It's just so obvious. I mean, we just had the U.S. Uh, chair, election chairman come out, Taylor, and say, I think that's his name, and say that the whole thing is illegitimate because of widespread fraud. But the thing that keeps coming back to me is the hammer and the scorecard are kept being pushed aside. Now, is it because they're afraid that this would blow so much more out of the water. Well, they've basically stolen the keys to the kingdom. And as, as uh, Stalin said, he cares not who votes or on what system. It's he who can counts the vote and controls the vote. And that's what we're seeing playing out before us. Scorecard, you have to understand, was multiple injections into the election system. It was 10 states had the same cloned identically sized blocks of votes for Joe Biden. So that's how you could tell that this was stolen. They're identical numbers, identical blocks of votes. Scorecard works by taking under 3% increments at a time and then do a huge dump at the end to steal the election. And so we saw that happen repeatedly. Remember, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, 
at four o'clock in the morning, yes. 112,000 votes in Wisconsin, every single one for Joe Biden. That's statistically impossible. One out of 52 million is, you know, what mathematicians are, have been coming up with. And I don't even think it's that high, being honest. Well, and I, um, I did, as you know, I did a video and I did a report on it. And the, really the, good report. What, yeah. And, and what happens is when you have the whole world watching this brazen, obscene, stolen election, you're going to get people who are, there's a lot of bright people out there. And, you know, I have a computer science degree, so I know if you have access to the transactional data, it's like a bank ledger. As long as it's, you got the original numbers and you got the end numbers, you know what happened. I mean, it's, it's hardcore facts. They can't deny it. And so what you have is you have a bunch of computer scientists and mathematicians and, you know, really bright people going hell with this. And they're, they're tracking the data. They're creating algorithms. They're figuring out every single thing and what it should be and where all the fraud was. And they just can't deny it. It's just hardcore proof. So I think they just overplayed their hands now. And I, I, to me, I'm really happy about that. But do you see it? Because, because if, if, if not only should it turn this election, but if we can get the hammer and the scorecard and get that into penetrating people's minds, this could really open up a lot more fraud. You know, cleaning up the election system is number one, though. I mean, that's like if you don't have a if you have an election process that doesn't work, you don't have anything. Well, I mean, it, if you understand hammer. And then you see what scorecard is able to do. So as the, the vote leaves the Secretary of State's office and it hits the Internet, uh, that's where the steal takes at the transfer points. If you understand that there's no longer a real vote in this country and you're, everything is being managed via blackmail and leverage, then freedom is but a distant memory. It's all just a facade, and that's, that's the whole point. Now, what do you think about all these other elections? Because I know that... I think in my area, the congressional seat was stolen. It, this The person that was running in for Congress was up by double digits, same as in Michigan or in Pennsylvania. And then I wake up and Angie Craig suddenly wins it. I think that was stolen too. That's a congressional seat. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. But Sarah, one of the things you have to understand is that the reason they, were, they started um, cloning, replicating, blocks of votes across multiple times per state. These massive blocks of votes were being replicated exactly, you know, cloned. And the reason they were doing that was because they couldn't keep up with the steal oh. because there was such a Trump landslide. Well, and I think it's so brazen because of the they had to do it in all those other mail-in process and all the other fraud that they were doing because of the landslide. But you know, the, the cloning just makes it that much more obvious because with or without yeah. it, just having the transactional data, we can prove it. But then you add the cloning in and then you add the mail-in ballots in. You add the thing that they counted with, you know, three football fields away and still claim it's in the same room. I mean, just so many things. They had in Pennsylvania, they had, uh, I, I, I don't remember how many, but over 10,000 ballots that were postmarked the day before. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Yeah. St statistically impossible evidence that shows that this was a blatant steal and 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 understand something what they're really trying to sow in this country is chaos and division 
that's what I'm concerned about is that they're trying to sow, sow a civil war because they've, they're um, manipulating these young people and then they have a lot of cra crazy people with Antifa that are from other countries or wherever. And, you know, I've been getting a briefing on um, what this Antifa really is. It's, it's uh, people from mental hospitals and people that are criminals and, and, and they're not just from this country. They're also the same way they built up Al Qaeda and built up other terrorist organizations. It, it's the same group. And what they do mm -hmm. is they come in just to sow chaos and they're trained militarily trained and they're they have no allegiance really to anybody that's why they in portland they demolished the dnc headquarters because they have no allegiance to anybody really i mean they have a soft allegiance yeah. with the dnc but they're crazy and so they want these people to sow civil unrest they want a nightmare situation they're here to destroy this country and, and, and it's not just the division. It is the destruction of America. Understand something. The leadership of these groups that are doing this, they were trained in Iraq and Syria. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying is true, and you, you probably know more than I do. And so when I saw the DNC headquarters in Portland being completely you know, looted and demolished, it's like, well, why did they turn on their allies? Well, the thing is, these guys are nuts, and they, they really don't have much allegiances. But that's what they count on. Mm -hmm. And so now we have these guys here. The thing is that we are very balanced. Me, you, you know, all, all of these patriots. There's, there's going to be some crazy people in a, in a group of 73 million people. But the majority of us are pretty level-headed. We can take this country back. But it's going to be, I think there's going to be some bloodshed, I'm, a, I'm afraid. What do you think? I, I hope that the American people remember that we are not... You know, who no one cares how much melatonin you've got in your skin. Yeah, we oh are the American family. These are our brothers and sisters. And be and this destruction, remember when, when Bill Ayers was leading this mess in Chicago many years ago under the first mayor daily, those those areas that were burned out, the riots, they didn't come back for thirty years, the jobs. I know. And we had just gotten beyond that. Well, and that's what's, you know, in Minneapolis, we're seeing the same thing. We, we care so much about minorities and black people, and that's people who are actually damaged the most. And I, the nice part is that a lot of minorities are waking up and going, well, hell with this. You guys aren't telling us the truth. And so that is, I'm so thankful for that. What do you think, Alan, too? Because you're on, the, you're on, the, um, on here, too. I'd like to hear your opinion. Sure. So what we're seeing here is a repeat of how you take over a country and overthrow a government and install your own regime. This has been going on for decades around the world, and now they've turned the same playbook against us. So is there a risk of bloodshed? Of course. We hope that doesn't happen. That's why we're working so hard to get the information out and to get this resolved through the courts and legally. Well, and I would like to see some of these young people, you know, all these college students and all the ones in their 20s have some really good people step up and start educating them. Uh, you know, the, the younger crowd who happens to be more aware, helping them get educated because they're really in a bubble. And that's why social media is so important. And that's why organizations like Twitter and Facebook that we all use because there's not a lot of options out there. But this is why they're also so dangerous. 
They are very dangerous. As you know, my show was canceled and there was a big group of us that were canceled because we were getting the truth out there. They did it as an operation because it was three weeks before the election. And I know that the videos with your information as well was deleted the day before the election. They were just really censoring hard. You know, meanwhile, the Democrats were complaining of these, you know, I don't even want to say Democrats because it was these Democrats are, are just being useful tools for them. They they were complaining the whole time that the Hillary Clinton's election was stolen because of, you know, Russian interference. And all that was was, you know, people doing advertising on Facebook and, and some social media messaging. Compare it to now where they completely shut down whole blocks of of channels and videos and anything. And now you see the complete censorship of Donald Trump and anything that has to do with fraud. Uh, I mean, it's not even a comparison. Well, remember, Twitter played a big role in the Middle East when all that unrest spread, starting in Tunisia and then one country after another. Twitter was heavily involved. So they're applying the same techniques that they used to direct political action on the ground in foreign countries and now using it here. And now you also see the Biden transition people talking about bringing people like Eric Schmidt of Google into the fold, one of the Facebook executives. So there's this very cozy relationship between the Democrats and these social media executives. And these systems have been weaponized in, in a political direction to the left. That's where they're taking us. Well, and so these, uh, you know, the shadow net um, whole deal, I don't know what the proper terms are. I almost don't want to even use some of these names because I don't know, but it's a whole cottage industry where they've, they've turned these tools that were used in other countries against us. And now do they work closely with, I know you say with the Democrats, but uh, to me, it looks like uh, Google and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and company looks like they're working with intelligence agencies. I mean, these look like tools, the CIA type tools. They are. I've heard Google referred to as actually one of the largest intelligence agencies in the world. If you just look at the amount of data that they have about just about everyone, it's unbelievable. I I agree 100%. Yeah. So where do we stand here? I mean, the dominoes keep falling because this has been so, they've overplayed their hands. And now people are, a lot of people who were preoccupied, but smart are now waking up as well. It's not just people with, you know, who have the desire to learn. Now it's people who are smart enough to get it, who are watching it happen as well. Where do you think we stand from here? Well, I think one reason they don't want Hammer to be understood by the American people is because the implications are so serious. So scorecard is only one component, as Mary said, of the Hammer. Exactly. Now, they brought, they weaponized the Hammer, which was designed as a foreign surveillance tool against the American people. And as Mary mentioned, the Obama administration pretty much activated this as a domestic surveillance system in February of 2009, shortly after Barack Obama's inauguration. And uh, they actually operated uh, out of Maryland and uh, they were collecting information on Supreme Court justices, members of Congress, journalists, but also they were monitoring law firms. They were looking for intellectual property. They were looking for Um, information about plaintiffs and defendants and lawsuits. 
Uh, they were monitoring and collecting data from U.S. defense contractors. So this information was very valuable. It could be used whether it was used on Wall Street or whether uh, defense secrets of weapon systems that were being developed by large contractors that may have potentially been shared with our adversaries such as Russia, China, and Iran. So it's really staggering what the potential damage that has been inflicted against the American people with this system. Well, it seems as if we need to clean, I mean, it's not just seem, it's obvious we need to clean house. We look at what happened to General Flynn. We know there's traitors and treasonous activity going on everywhere. If we don't clean house, then we can't right this ship. But what do you think is the possibility that these people who are traitors and treasonous will be brought to justice? Because without that, I'm not sure you know, we need to remove them from power, but we also need to bring them to justice. What do you think is the possibility? I mean, we're, you know, we're still trying to fight this election, but what do you think our chances are of all of that? Well, as you can see, the Trump administration has been um, basically sailing upstream or against the wind with the Justice Department and the FBI. You still have Christopher Wray running the FBI, and obviously he doesn't seem very interested in getting to the bottom of much of anything. So right now, the most important thing on the table is getting to the bottom of what happened with this election. Exactly. And I agree that President Trump probably won in a landslide, but until he can secure the presidency in four more years in the White House, the rest of the work is gonna kind of be hard to get to. He needs to, he needs to, um, the American people elected President Trump to represent him. And that's why it's so important to find out what happened with Scorecard. It seems to me that if, if this election is not reversed, that we lose our country. It's done. The globalist initiative that come in and destroy this country is a foregone conclusion because I think Biden is their puppet. I mean, we are done. The, the intel I have on Biden, the intel I have on Kamala Harris means that we are done as a country. Well, think Damn. about how frightening it is, the, the type of language that AOC is using right now. There's this talk about um, Trump supporters never being able to get another job, of compiling lists of conservatives. You combine that kind of thinking, which is similar to what you saw with the Stasi in East Germany or with the Nazis, this sort of totalitarian 1984 world where there's a list of your enemies and you combine that with the technology of the hammer and the power of these social media companies and it's very frightening. Well, yeah, I have three tweets here and I have AOCs where she says, is anyone archiving these Trump psychophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. But even scarier are these other tweets I have, one from Jennifer Rubin, and she is um, the Washington Post writer, and she says, NER, meaning Republicans now promoting rejection of an election, are calling to not to follow the will of the voters and making baseless allegations of fraud, baseless, should never serve in office, join a corporate board, find a faculty position, or be accepted in polite society. We have a list. I mean, this is these people. It kind of reminds me of the Jews. Well, ex yeah. Completely society. 
listen to this. This is a troll that I have that, you know, you know they're trolls because they don't have very many followers and they comment on all your stuff. She says, Cult 45 needs to prepare to be sent to FEMA camps for reprogramming and electric shock therapy. President Biden will be taking your guns to prevent mass shootings and forcing psychiatric meds down your throats to prevent self-harm. We'll fix you. There's a famous video you can find on YouTube by an individual named Larry Grathwald. He was a Vietnam War veteran. Mary can tell you all about him. Um, and he became an FBI informant. He penetrated the weather underground, also known as the weatherman. This was Chicago um, communist Bill Ayers organization. So Grathwald got in there and sat in on some of their meetings. And it's chilling. He says that you have a table full of um, people with graduate degrees from schools like Columbia University talking about how to re-educate the die-hard die capitalists, maybe 20 million who resist the new way of thinking. And by eliminate, he says, I mean kill. He says, we're talking about killing 5 million Americans in re-education camps. And he said they were dead serious. Well, I went to China this past year and um, on a delegation, and we were the last ones out of China before they shut it down due to the virus. And I was in there with, there was people like me, I was with Cynthia McKenney, but there were some Marxists there, and we, different people were talking. I point blank asked the question, what do you do about, because they were talking about Marxism. And I said, well, what do you do about all these people that don't agree with you? Are you for re-education? He essentially said, well, we have to do something with these people. And and I said, well, you, are you going to kill them? And he just sat there and kind of nodded his head. He said this in front of the whole people. My kids totally freaked my kids out. He essentially in front of 30 people admitted that that something needs to be done with all these people. And, they, and these, are, these are prominent journalists that you would see on shows being interviewed, doing articles. This is sort of the left-wing hive mentality. They, they act like a pack. And that's the page that they are on. That's the music that they have played from, the sheet of music that they've used through the history of communism. That's why communism has killed 100 million people in 100 years. Or more. Mm -hmm. Or more. Well, keep something in mind. Who is the senior advisor to Joe, to Joe Biden? None other than Peter Dunn, whose fav favorite philosopher was Mao. Mao that killed 100 million of his own people, Mao that buried students and, and professors, I think 57,000 of them alive. He buried people alive. Americans can't even understand and get their, their mind wrapped around these kinds of people. Well, yeah, and I interviewed, um, I just did, there's a movie called Finding Courage where it was done by Swoop Fil Films. And Kay Rubicek was uh, one of the, um, she was a producer and a director on that. And they interviewed a few dozen former and current Chinese communist officials. And they were talking, they call them the walking dead. And they said, you know, just so she said it was so disturbing that she had to sit on it for a while. And then she decided to go back to it and, and write this book and get it out there. But us in the West can't quite understand how these people think. And they were trying to get us to understand. And they call it the walking dead because they have to separate their humanity 
from what they're told to do and how they're told to act. And the sad part is, is they had a rich culture before Mao took over and they, their mm-hmm. culture was decimated. These people are victims. Well, this is what happens. You know, remember when the wall came down, we were still, we were doing business and, and uh, right after that in East Germany and still do. And I'm, I'm still struck by the dead eyes and the lack of joy in these people. And it's very different in, in the western part of Germany. But these people have been affected generationally. Scarred, yeah. It's so emotionally scarring because of what they're told and what they have to do and then what they have to hide. They have to push their whole culture and everything. And, and we, we live and we thrive based on our past and our culture. And they have to put that aside. Well, they're trying to... to this is really... Is, it's almost as, as uh, like an EMP. It's a civilization killer. They're wiping away our history. They're wiping away um, teaching uh, freedom, the Constitution, and our universities. This is a brainwashing operation of America. I, I have to tell you one thing, Sarah. We exposed that, that the Obama White House gave an, ex, uh, an exclusion order of those who are allowed to be wiretapped under surveillance and those who are not. And they told um, those running the hammer that they were not allowed to uh, be surveilling uh, Hunter and Joe Biden. Oh, geez. Yet Brennan and Clapper did it anyway. You need to understand that Dennis Montgomery handed over the evidence of the illegal activities that that Joe Biden and Hunter were doing, working for the Chinese. And also a piece of information that's really stunning is that Obama handed out, the Obama White House handed out 1,200 preloaded phones, preloaded phones that worked, they were Blackberries that worked off of the hammer with a a pin-to-pin closed system that they could communicate. And because it was off of the hammer, it could not be hacked. And beyond that, those phones also had access to the hammer vault where all of the secrets that they had taken were stolen. Now, what do you think all those people that had those special phones and access to the to U.S. secrets like our SAP, like, let's say, if you understand what SAP is, remember it was exposed in Hillary's emails that she had 200 SAP bits of information on can, there. Can you repeat what that means so that listeners who aren't? SAP is a special access program. And, and so understand that means one of two things. It's our missile, our nuclear silo locations, those sorts of top secrets, plus all of our live intel. And it's the New York Times reported. And so within one year of Hillary Clinton being in office, every one of our Chinese intel, our intel in China were killed, captured, tortured, and murdered. Well, and that shows what type of people we're dealing with here and how serious this is. I mean, that's Biden to a nutshell. I don't, you know, and it also shows how important it is that this election gets righted and, uh, and, and not just this one race, just Trump's race, but I think this entire thing needs to be audited. Absolutely. And this is, this is the theft of our country. It is the theft of our freedom. And it's not just going to be a so a soft socialism, like, like what you're seeing in Europe. If the lights go out here, they will go out everywhere, and it will be no different than being in the gulag. 
I think it'll be worse almost. I mean, I, I think yeah, probably we won't make it to the gulag. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, oh, I, I agree. I, I mean, I think we're in it right now. We have to, we can't, we, we just, we have to put dig in our heels and, and this is the fight. So what should people be doing? What should they be reading? How can people inform themselves and do what they should to help our country? Because that's what everybody's asking. Well, this is a time for Americans to stand up. And I've said before, no one is coming to save us because we are the people we have been waiting for. This is your country. You call the White House, call your representatives, um, make yourself make yourselves heard because you know, those of us, if you have children or if you have grandchildren, understanding what you're sentencing them to. Exactly. What do you think, Alan? Well, she's right. Think about what the next generation is going to be confronting. It's real interesting to compare how Antifa operates with what was known as the Red Guard during the Chinese Communist Revolution in 1949. And this was a pack of rabid um, anarchists, basically, that were running around and just invading people's homes, stealing everything they had. They were rounding up the, quote, intellectuals, basically anyone that knew how to read or was a university professor. They were just buried alive. I mean, this was just completely barbaric and horrific. But I think we've only seen the tip of the iceberg of what Antifa and uh, their allied groups are capable of. And so this needs to be reined in. Absolutely. And so what does the average American do? Mary, you say call the White House or call your representative. Uh, what, what else can they do? What should they be reading? What should they be educating themselves on? And um, should they be, I mean, what else? Well, I mean, the AmericanReport.org is our website, and also we publish at the Center for Security Policy.org. And the things that took place under the last administration, let me touch on one of them that we've covered, you know, a very deep dive and another story that we broke, and that was the handing over of our ports. I know. Sarah, you understand that you protect your borders. Can you, can you imagine giving Saddam Hussein's nuclear mastermind access to Port Canaveral, where our Air, Sea, and Space Command reside, or to the Port of Wilmington, when that same nuclear mastermind was caught on the Saddam tape saying he was hoping to put a nuclear weapon into Washington, D.C. Well, Joe Biden was behind that. He was using Tiger Grants to set the table, to turn over our ports, uh, which the Obama administration did, no CFIUS review, no national security threat analysis. They put these people inside the wire, 1,000 feet, in fact, from our Trident nuclear turning basin. These people have no shame. I mean, it's just, the, oh my God. you know, the Canada has fallen. I've reported on that. I truly believe that they're gone. But the Vancouver port is now being controlled by the Chinese. Well, Gulf Tainer is in business with China and with Russia. And in partnership, who and and beyond which, understand who checks our, our cargo containers that come into the country. Well, China via Hutchison Wampoa. It's just crazy. And beyond that, uh, the the same people, right as they, before they went into this uh, 
given this n no CFIUS review, 35-year lease to Port Canaveral and 50-year lease to the entire Port of Wilmington, they'd gone into a, a joint venture with, with Russia through Rostec Rosoborn Export, who exports a cargo container that's a Trojan horse because it's a missile system that opens up controlled via satellite and it launches caliber missiles that are tipped with biological, chemical, nuclear. That's what I'm worried about. Or EMP. And there's 10 to 20 million of these cargo containers that come into our country every year. And only one-tenth of one percent, one-tenth of one percent are hand-checked. Well, and we have to, and I know they're trying in all the dumbs and the tunnels, they're trying to get rid of those uh, biological uh, missiles, which are there. And they're working hard to do that. I mean, we, this is very, very serious. I got to tell the people, turn off mass media. They're complete propaganda, Absolutely. propaganda networks. They have to stop watching mass media and, and everybody needs to stop because that is what messes us up. They also have to identify the people in independent media who are agents and disinfo art, artists and make sure that you um, stop watching them as well. You catch anybody, you know, doing that. You got to make sure you, you, uh, you, you know, you keep your antennas up. But I think that's the number one importance is to know that. Go ahead. You know, Sarah, we both know one of those same agents. We've spoken about that person before, and it's connected to a cabal of these these flakes. And uh, he just called me the other day once again, you know, trying to record. And then he was so stupid is to send me an email oh, threatening geez. me. Yeah, I get that too. And I, I know who you're talking about and there's a few of them and they still get following. And I, the reason why we're not using their names is because we don't want to be in a lawsuit. But um, I, I did a show that says that the the watermark is a PSYOP. And if you look at the people that are really pushing it, mm -hmm. not everybody pushing it is part of it because I know a couple people are duped right now. But the majority or the big, there's a couple big ones pushing it. They are disinfo people. It's important to keep your antenna up. Yes, it's very clear. It's it, this is what's going on. This is the data that was changed. The data uh, we can we can prove it based on the transactional data. The hammer, the scorecard, that stuff needs to get out there so people really know what's going on. Okay, tell us where they can get your stuff, um, both of you, where they can read all your amazing reports and how they can follow you. I'm at um, Twitter at Real Mary Fanning, and uh, both Alan and I publish our work together at theamericanreport.org. And also under Fanning and Jones, you can do a search at the Center for Security Policy.org. I mean, we've published at Real Clear Defense and Breitbart and a uh, bunch of places. Um, but also, Alan has his um, website, which is the 1776 channel. Okay. And Alan, do you, um, what's your Twitter, Alan? Yeah, uh, just I think 1776 channel. That's the Twitter account. Okay. And you have a website as well. Okay. Well, good. You know what? Thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you for sticking with this when so many others would not. You are American heroes. You just kept sticking with it and believing in it. You knew why it was so important to cover this and you did not stop. And we, America owes you 
a, you know, a debt of gratitude. I mean, we really, really do. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for all you do. You do it so beautifully and your, your videos and your articles on, on the technocracy. That's what people have to understand the technocracy. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much. Thank you.